Good morning, wherever you are across the earth, whatever the time may be, wherever you are across this beautiful world, may God bless you and strengthen you. We thank God for your lives. We thank God that you are listening and you are sharing everything that comes out from here, from Elim Church. My name is Reverend Ben Cooper and we've got Sandra Robson with us today. It is Thursday and this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you for joining us from everybody that shares in the world of podcasting from Amazon Music sorry, to iHeartRadio to Buzzsprout to Spotify to all the major platforms that this is pushed out upon. We thank God for your lives and we are looking at this morning and continuing most Thursdays as often as we can gather just straight out of the barrel of truth, straight out, no editing, no messing about, no shaping, just complete raw conversation. The persecuted church, the displaced church, that is where I see God really moving. Sandra, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, enjoying my rest and getting on with some housework. (laughs) Oh yeah, you've had a lot of work going on, haven't you? Yeah. So, right, here we go. Remembering China. Yes. So last week we were talking about China and um, the things that are going on there and an update on Early Rain Church and the sort of things that they're dealing with. But how that persecution has also um, galvanised others to step up and Mm -hmm. to um, look at the example of, of those who are carrying on despite all these hardships um, so, so that's where we left it, and we talked about God's ways being higher than our ways, God. and um, the kingdom of God is not of this world, and it is growing, and it's being built in all sorts of places, and you know the surprises everywhere. So, I thought that there's lots of stories that I look at, and I think, oh, there's not enough for you know for a podcast. But then I thought, well, <clears throat> maybe it seemed. Um, that I was to do a news around the world. Um, So I've got lots of bits and pieces here, uh, a lot from Open Doors, um, on things that are happening. And one thing that I noted last time was about the uh, Freedom of Religion and Belief Ministerial Uh in London. And we we didn't get round to um, just saying what happened with that. And so... um, this this week they released um, a, a statement on Open Doors about what happened, and it's quite interesting because I didn't really appreciate um, what this was part of. And apparently, the reason this ministerial was being held in London was mm-hmm. part of the recommendations of the Bishop Truro review, which happened in two thousand and nineteen. And apparently one of the things was to hold a conference on freedom uh, of religion and belief. And this was actually an international conference being hosted in London. So there were people from other countries involved and many MPs did attend, including Liz Truss as the Foreign Secretary and Fiona Bruce as our envoy. And one of the things that um, the Bishop Truro Uh, review um, recommended was to have this advocate which is Fiona Bruce at this time Um, so apparently um, on the first day um, Open Doors advocacy team were there and they highlighted three trends and had a stand as part of this uh, 
you know they the day that they could the MPs could walk round and and look at different things and they co-hosted an event with aid to the church which we've heard of before um where they talked about the persecution of women and how um gender persecution is is very high um you know because they're a woman and also and they lose everything, so they're doubly persecuted. And we talked about that. So there was a panel, and the focus was on Nigeria, Pakistan, and Egypt. And MPs were asked what more could they do. So they've gone away to think about that. Then there was an uh, event on Nigeria with the International Organization for Peace and Social Justice, and speakers detailed issues and how life has deteriorated sharply and um, asked for urgent action on that. And then on the second day, um, Open Doors launched their new report, Digital Persecution, The New Frontier for Freedom of Religion and Belief. And the discussion was chaired by Raman uh, Christie, who's an MP as well. And also 25 Open Door advocacy reps and supporters uh, attended an event and spoke with MPs and some for an hour and commitments were made to um, increase uh, the highlighting of persecution in Parliament, uh, particularly on Nigeria. So that was very encouraging. And the MPs said that they were very challenged and very um, taken uh, by uh, what these uh, representatives from Open Doors talked about, just general people from the public. Now, advocacy reps are um, supporters of Open Doors who've decided that particularly they want to keep in touch with MPs. And this has been going on for some years now. And um, so they've built up um, a rapport with their MP. They let them know about events and what's going on. And, um, yeah, and now that this is now... Um, enabled them to be at this event and um, to you know talk about their passion and why they're involved and and what they're concerned about um yes so So. enormous things have happened Mm -hmm. a lot has gone on yes with mps with uh conferences with decisions um really interesting stuff that's going on so there is a lot of movement isn't there under the surface Above, yeah. Uh, above that that we that we're just talking about, we have Open Doors doing a lot more. We have um, Transworld Radio. We have Release International. We have all all their ministries above all that as well. So there's a there is a lot of of reaction at the moment, isn't there? there yeah. Is, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and and you know, so again, it's good. Need to undergird this with prayer. Yeah. You know, we yeah. have this opening. We've got to use it. Mm. We've got to make the most of it. Um, you know, because as we see, openings happen and then they close, close. Um, as in like Sudan, which I'm going to talk about next week. Um, what's happening there? Yeah. Very sad going back into um, ism list. Yes. Um, and when these windows, uh, when, when, sorry, when these windows open, as you said, they close quite quickly, mm. but also they open very quietly, don't they? Sometimes yes. they open and you don't realise they're open. You've got to be mm-hmm. quite alert to make sure that you're on top That's of right. the game. And be you're, awake. Be awake, be alert. Yeah, be like, awake. Be a, oh, obviously, if we pull it up to biblical terminology, we would say 
be a watchman on the wall. Keep mm. keep your eyes focused, be alert of everything that's going on because when the government's open this window yeah. and then it's open and they do it so quietly and then they close it and then they say, well, you had an opportunity. Exactly. So it's you've, we've yeah, got to be alert and I pray <clears throat> that us in the West, mm. that we are alert of everything that's going on and um, we pray and we pray, as Sandra said, that we there is a foundation of prayer um, for the ministers, mm. for the politicians, for Open Doors Release, all these ministries that yeah. are involved in this, that there, that there is literally, excuse the pun, but there is an open door, yeah. always an open an open walkway. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just thank the Lord for that that light that's been shone on these situations. Mm. That they're not in the darkness. You know, this is <clears> the thing we pray for everything that goes on in the darkness to be brought into the light, and yes. it is being brought into the light. Brilliant. A lot of the things that are going on, yeah, yeah. and obviously that causes great embarrassment to governments, and they don't like it. And you know, so sometimes they will do things be, because yeah, of that. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, and uh, and it's changing hearts as well because you know these MPs they need to hear about Jesus as well. We just don't know. We don't know the what, impact yes. of the message of Christ, That's the right. message of the persecution, how that will affect them, yeah. and how they think about their families, their livelihood, yeah. their their situation. Yeah. So this and, is all good yeah, stuff. And other people abroad as well, those who came from other places as well. I mean, they don't detail every, everybody because of security reasons. So, mm. you know, so some people were there, um, trauma counsellors were there, um, you know, to give their stories. Um, so, yes. So, yeah, it, it seems to have been um, Praise God. A, a success. Um, they do say that um, the, the review of the Bishop of Truro's report, um, that was an independent review, mm-hmm. that was a couple of days beforehand, and they say that there is need for further discussion, further input, mm. um, but it's a, it's a good start. That's right, what the okay. report said. They said there have been good moves forward, but there was need for more if we're going to have any impact. Um, so then... Um, Somebody here, as I was leaving, um, uh, told me that a friend of his had sent him a little link on India. And I hadn't heard about this. And it was uh, an email that had just come up from Open Doors about the fact to pray for India's Supreme Court, who were going to look into violence and uh, attacks on Christians. And this was supposed to have happened on the 15th of July. And then Mm -hmm. it got adjourned until the 26th of July. So hopefully it did happen. And it was a petition to look at the sinister phenomena of violence and targeted hate speech against Christians. And apparently in May, there'd been 57 attacks and petition um, uh, was filed in March by Bishop of uh, Bangalore and the National Solidarity uh, Forum and the Evangelical Fellowship of India. And this is interesting because sometimes we don't actually know these um, organisations exist, and then we find out that um, they do in these situations. But the Chief um, Justice refused an early hearing, saying there was no urgency. (laughs) However, Colin Gonslavs, I hope that's how you say it, 
That's a G O N S A L V E S, senior advocate of the court and founder of the Human Rights Law Network, brought the petition to the attention of the vacation bench. Now, although the Chief Justice wasn't going to look at it, in his absence, because he said, oh, he was going on holiday, um, the summer bench, there's a different bench that um, is um, available um, to look at the uh, things during the summer break of the court. And so he gave it an urgent list listing. <laughs> and um, Amazing. This live law, which yeah. is a, a program, um, a TV thing that um, in India, um, has reported an increase in attacks. And um, they spoke to him, uh, the the judge, not this uh, chief uh, justice, but this other chief who is... Uh, there for the summer break and he said that it would be looked at and um, the petition asks for a creation of a special investigations team to register criminal cases and prosecute groups responsible for attacks on Christians provide police protection identify and prosecute political and social groups responsible for the violence. Oh, wow. So that's very important. That's very important. Yeah, and if um, anybody wants to um, yeah. find find this article, it's on livelaw.in. Uh, so you can find it on live, uh, on, on, sorry, the internet very, very quickly, and it's really easy to find. Just type in live law and it comes up. It's got so much stuff on there. There's a lot of information on there. It's got updates. It's got... Um, stories it's got so much on the front page it's got the breaking news the top stories so yeah what sandra is saying you can find that and you can capture all that and all the updates and it, everything that's happening in india mm. is quite an interesting um read there so yeah you can you can find that yeah live dot in it's very simple to find so again this could be it some could light be. Yes, being, Lord. Uh, um, you know, focused on that darkness, which has been highlighted by Open Doors mm. with the, you know, their reports about, um, you know, lies, um, destructive lies that they brought out, and those videos. Um, so yeah, I pray that he will have an open mind, and when he is um, faced with the evidence. Because remember, this fact. is law, the this facts, the, fact. the evidence yeah. that something will be done. And that's um, really important, you know, isn't it? that because, God yeah. has, you know, given this time. Um, he's opened a door, as we've said. Um, the other guy wouldn't, wasn't interested, but the, 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 there was another way. The Lord and, works in mysterious um, ways. Yes. So, so you're so very, you very right there, Sandra. What we've got to remember is that the law is goes on fact mm-hmm. and data mm-hmm. and measures. It goes on mm-hmm. fact. Nothing to do with hearsay, but it go well, certain certain ones doing in certain areas that are a little bit more uh, dangerous, but India goes on fact. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that we pray that the fact and the truth will come out. That's what we want because there's six, uh, 69 million Christians in um india it's mm-hmm. an enormous place and the majority is the hindu uh the most of the population yeah uh, it's quite a threatening place to live 
It mm. is number 10 on the world watch list. list now, yes. It's creeping up. Yeah, so United Christian Forum 2021 mm. said it had been the most violent year. There were 486 really? cases, which they feel is underreporting. And that means there was a 75% increase from 2020. 75% increase. Increase in violent attacks, in violent, um, yeah. Oh, Lord, please. So, um, yeah. So there we go. We, so there we, we go. thank God for this information because so it's yes. fact. We've got the facts. So there we are. A little quick recap there. You know, time is absolutely just flying. And uh, you mentioned something about China earlier. Yeah. So how are we going in China? What's happening in the world of China? We've got, we've had India, we've got Iran, we've got, it's all over. There's so much to talk about, Sandra, really, isn't there? What's happening around the globe? Yeah. Well, we looked at China last time, so... um we're going to look um, at Iran. These are little things out mm-hmm. of my prayer booklets that have been um, they've been talking about, and um, just uh, an encouragement about Iran. That um, uh, so going to a house church in Iran carries huge risks and um, can lead to um, imprisonment. Mm. But a recent acquittal of nine converts has given believers welcome encouragement. The Supreme Court had ordered the review of the five-year prison sentence given to nine Christians and um, they were arrested in February 2019. And in 2021, uh, November, the Supreme Court said that sharing the Christian faith in a private home is not gathering and collusion against internal or external security, as was originally um, alleged. The men were released pending a review. This was a surprising welcome development. Um, so, uh, yeah. So they're saying that now, uh, you know, house church worship is not a, a security threat. Okay. Um, but oh, it's not a security no. threat. So it's yeah. number nine as well, isn't it? Iran is number nine on the list. That's yeah. an increase. So we've got 85... Is that by is that up by eighty five percent? Is it is it accelerated um, that much? Um, so there's a lot going on. So how many Christians we got out there? There is there are believed to be uh, just eight hundred thousand Christians in Iran, making them a tiny majority in a Muslim majority country. That's not a lot, is it? No. So it, there's still issues with this, and they said the signs of religious freedom are tentative. And there's much to praise God, but there are still many in prison. And what we've got to remember, it's a Farsi language. They don't like um, preaching mm. in the Farsi language um, in, in, you know, in churches. So people, pastors are put in prison because they're because t- the speaking in a language that mm. is outlawed. That, you know, they, they, it was in uh, the native language before, um, you know, the the... Muslim um, powers and government, uh, so they don't they don't like this language, this Persian language, and uh, so they, you know, get into trouble for that. Yeah. And also, obviously, they're concerned about um, Muslim um, believers 
who've become Christians um, and any sharing. So they're saying, okay, if you're in your house and you're praying mm-hmm. and you're with a group... You're private. That's private. Yeah. But it's when they then evangelise or do other things which are outward, which are then okay. seen yeah, yeah, to yeah. be um, challenging the authorities or challenging Islam or challenging... yeah. So, so there's still issues, so what but we're it's saying encouraging. Is, it's encouraging. What we're this saying little is, bit. yeah, it can go on behind closed yes, doors, basically. where we can't yeah. see it. You can do what you want behind the closed yeah. doors, but as soon as you start bringing it into the public arena yeah. and you there's start using issues. that language, we're not yeah. gonna, we're not going to tolerate that. Yeah. So yeah. So. So there's a tolerance issue, isn't there? There's a tolerance of of you will keep you down and indoors. Mm. Um. But that's the worst thing anyone could ever yeah, decide to anyway, do. But anyway, just encourage you know that this is this is happening. So it says, give thanks that the nine men have been acquitted of the charges, and for the encouragement this is for the um, the family, and then pray for Mathis, Baca, and Benham, and that they will also be acquitted. So there's other mm-hmm. people who um, they're calling to be acquitted. Um, but they haven't been as yet, and um, and these tentative steps towards religious freedom in Iran will be built upon in the coming months. So these men face six-year prison sentences for a charge dating back to two thousand and fourteen. Um, yeah, so they've been calling for Christian converts to be freely allowed to gather and worship. It's quite a lot going on, isn't it, Sandra? When you, when you, good, yeah. good. When I say it's difficult, isn't it? Some people might not understand. What do you mean, good things? Well, for a start, what we're finding is that we're living in times. So, what we are seeing in the world of persecution is is exactly as God said it would be through His Word at the end. And what we are seeing is a ramping up of Christianity around the world being targeted. So we should draw a lot of strength. I know it's, it sounds strange, but we should draw a lot of strength of, of seeing and hearing what is happening in the real Church of Jesus Christ because it, we are told very clearly there's a great falling away. Mm. There will be persecution. There, there will be uh, ruptures. There will be pain. There will be everything that, that we are seeing in the world of the persecuted church is a clear indicator to see where we sit in the coming of Christ. And we know the scripture says, no one knows the hour nor the day, only the Father in heaven. But Jesus said on the mount, he said, look out for the signs, look out for the signals. So the one of the big signals is Israel and the persecution to the believers. So we are we are on track for Christ's mm. return. And we can see these increases and, and just look at the acceleration and uh, you've got to praise Open Doors for the for the work that they do and uh, Release International um, and not, not taking anything away from one or the other one and Barnabas and all that. They all work in their own fields, but we just got to lift up these ministries, these ministries that are right on the front line and the Bible smugglers and everything that goes mm. along. And, and we just thank God that for this information. And you can find all this online. You can go straight to Open Doors, Release International, Transworld, all this stuff, Barnabas, you know, it's all out CSW. there. Yeah. It's easy, isn't it, Sandra? Yeah. To get the now it is an easier time than ever. Yes, to it get is. everything that you know, Sandra is reading. Get, 
email sent to you because one of the things I'm going to talk about was through an email. Um, it wasn't something I could find in one of the booklets or anything. I had to sort of um, look for it. Um, yeah, so, um, yes, but it's good definitely stuff. there and it's really good. And um, just to be aware of, of all the different things that are going on, things to pray about, things to praise God for. I, at this um, time, I, I want people, you know, particularly to be encouraged, keep praying and praise God for what's going on. So, mm. I mean, at the moment here in the UK, uh, we've got the Commonwealth Games beginning today in Birmingham. We have. And um, there are 54 countries participating and eight of those are on the world watch list. So they want us to be aware of that. Cameroon, Mozambique, Nigeria, Bangladesh, India, Malaysia, Maldives and Pakistan. They're all taking part and they're <coughs> all on the world watch list. And they just say, ask the Lord to bless these nations and mm. give their leaders wisdom to build a safer, fairer and more prosperous future for all their citizens. And we do pray that we know that churches are involved um, in Birmingham uh, in this. And we pray that they will have opportunities to speak into people's lives as well. Yes, Lord, we pray um, that, yeah. Particularly for people that have come from another country where it's more difficult, um, you know, to hear about the gospel, that God will make a way while, they're, while they're here. You just don't know again. But we pray that prayer, Lord, that there'll be openings and um and also that perhaps um those who are maybe hard to the gospel might see something in coming here and taking part in these games and uh take back and have some questions as well so um yeah so that's something to think about so that's um today's prayer for open doors is to pray about mm. the um, Commonwealth Games and then the next couple of days are all to do with those places that are taking part those eight places and prayers um, for them so a lot of information good stuff yeah really good stuff so um, we'll go to La- uh, La- uh, is it Laos L-A-O-S Laos that's um I was reading about the, this. Um, when Son became a Christian, she burnt the Amonist idols she used to worship. But this angered villagers who destroyed her house. In the same village, um, Sasa and Mihi were severely beaten for refusing to deny Jesus. Um, but thankfully, Open Door's partners have been able to help them. And then... I was looking a couple of days, well, it's a while ago now, it's the beginning of July, at this picture on the front of the prayer shield for Release International. That's an interesting booklet. And um, I wondered, I was thinking, oh, those those two two sisters in the doorway, I wonder what that's about. And then I read and it said, Christian friends, V and Son, are passionate about sharing the gospel in Laos despite it costing them everything. And I thought, oh, okay, they're friends. So then I uh, read a bit further and it said, Christians in Laos are often severely persecuted by relatives when they turn to Christ. Pray that God will grant believers a steadfast spirit that will cause their persecutors to seek Christ too. Pray for Christians such as V and Son in um, the picture, um, 
they're from a particular province, L- Lugan Prabang. So that's L U A N G, and then Prabang is P R A B A N G, who have been housemates since they were rejected by their families and evicted from their village. They have little but passionately share the gospel. Pray for new believers, Fam and Yum. They were evicted from Fam's parents' home when the couple turned to Christ. Local Christians are supporting them. And, um, yeah, so, uh, and there's uh, Busian is 101 years old and is still heavily involved in leading a 500-strong church for Kamu ethnic minority believers. Join him in praying that the young people of Laos will experience the love of Christ. 101 years old. 101. Many Leo Christians are a tiny minority in their village. Pray that God will equip them to share their faith, even in the face of hostility. And pray that God will add to their number and then this um, email that I had was about Soy's story. And at the age of 14, she was in prison for six mm-hmm. days with some others for not worshipping local gods. And um, she refused to stop worshipping Jesus and even in prison under pressure refused with these others and she's now 16 and when she was released she was bullied by friends and teachers and she's moved now to another city to continue her studies and she says she thanks supporters for the generosity because of god's love i receive financial support to buy food and school supplies to continue my studies and so i found out that um laos is number 26 on the world watch list And it's 3% of the population, 203,000 Christians there. And the issues are communists communists and post-communism oppression and clan oppression, which is what we've been talking about, this thing of, you know, not supporting what the locals do and uh, not worshipping the local gods. And uh, the majority are Buddhist. But it was just that little story about this 14-year-old. And they said that what was amazing was she shouldn't have been arrested. She was underage. Mm. But she was just, you know, herded in with the, with the rest of these people and then put in prison for six days. Goodness so, gracious me. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was another story. And as I say, there's small places and they can get forgotten. But then I was reminded about... Um, what Paul says about um, the body, doesn't he? Mm. And he says about the you know the the smaller parts are just as important as as the bigger parts, and we mustn't forget them. And I felt the Lord saying, "No, I want you to." Because I was saying, "Oh Lord, there's only a little bit of this in there, and there's, then there's a bit in here of that, and you know, the little yeah, things." It's, it's, but, it's the detail. Um, it's, the, it's the little bit of information. You know, so he'd like you to know about this guy. Um, that uh, I found out about now is he in this booklet or is he in the other booklet oh I've got her as well from um, well that's Nepal I'll go and do this one first and find him again 
Oh no, I've got him. Bear with me. He's, he's from Colombia. Pages are sticking together. Here we go. Um, hide and seek, David's search for God. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with Amen. all your heart. Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. When David was born, his whole family had already been, his whole life had been planned out for him because he was the son of a, a mammo, um, and that was the authority in his area. And his father was a, a mammo, M A M O, and the mammos are religious leaders of the Syria, 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 Syria Nevada <coughs> de Santa. Marta in Colombia. Um, they follow an Amonist religion, uh, worshiping different spirits. That's why I put them sort of together because it's again this uh, thing of um, you know uh, these uh, false gods. They f- follow uh, so different spirits. Um, David's father introduced him to the different rites and um, rituals from an early age. But David began to question him about the different religious aspects and he never heard a satisfactory answer. I never wanted to be a mammo, David recalls. I wanted to be different, believe in other things. I never saw the result of what my father did. David desperately wanted to leave to study and eventually convinced his father to let him attend a Christian school outside the community. And there he learned to pray and worship and seek God. And one day he was hit in the stomach by a ball which caused a hernia. A Christian man prayed for him and he was healed. Because of the Lord, he, because the Lord healed my illness, I knelt down before God and said, I always doubted, but you are with me. The Lord has healed me. David says, at that moment I started to believe and preached my testimony. But of course, it hasn't come without um, struggle and difficulty. Due to the difference in beliefs, indigenous Christians in the community are deprived of basic rights. Christians are denied a space to meet and worship, David says. The taunt goes this way. If you believe in God, ask God for a piece of land. So maybe they will. And I'm sure they are, and I'm sure God will give them a piece of land. God will provide. So thanks to you, David is receiving spiritual and practical support from Open Doors, and he has not given up. He is fighting to give everyone the chance to seek and find the living God. We strive to remain in the faith to attain eternal life, he says. God shows us the way of truth, of life. We fight for it. Jesus promised that, like David, we will find him when we seek him. So just again, a little story about... A little tiny grain. You know, a man far away. Very powerful story. A little tiny story has a massive impact. Mm. That's brilliant, Sandra. So good. Lots of information coming out today. Have we got anything to finish on? or you got your your side of the table is awash with information today. I know. It's Um, all over the table. I think I'll I'll keep Nepal until next time because there's a whole thing about about that. Sri Lanka, it was just to say that, you know, uh, the Christians were praying and seeking the Lord for... um, 
you know, a way uh, through all the difficulties mm. and um, the, you know, the, um, they, you know, again, that's what was being done in the darkness would come out into the light. It's the same again, what's being done in the darkness, isn't it? And, uh, you know, because there was a lot of um, wrong things going on in the government. Uh, they were misusing the money and things. Uh, but they, they, many of I don't know if all, but anyway, the people that um, I had um, an email from, and they've got a very big prayer following in Sri Lanka, um, they were just praying. And, and while they, people were on the streets, they were praying. And they said that they walked from church to church and they prayed and they gave out leaflets and people took leaflets about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they said there was a great opening because, as we know, there's been difficulties there um, with other groups. Um, you know, there was some terrorism, wasn't there? Um, there was a bomb attack. Um, so, you know, but they said they had the freedom to give these leaflets out, even to the security forces that were there and the police. And they prayed and they prayed in the churches and they prayed that, you know, um, God would enable a change mm. and they said that it, it was a good thing they said that they had a peace they weren't bothered but um, you know i don't know like what the update is now because i know some of them aren't happy with things haven't gone far enough but anyway so yeah so that was uh something from the people that i get um a prayer um thing through um open doors have got a little bit of um an update um but uh, maybe we'll look at that next time um because i need to sort of read it through a bit more um so yes Sounds so that's so where much, so that's much. where we're up to yes we, you've so, done really yeah. really fantastic as always you've brought so much stuff to the table and um so we can find all this information it is up for grabs as sandra's been speaking and sharing all this and god has been leading i've been flicking through the socials and there is so much on the internet, so much on the internet that you can find about the persecuted church. As Sandra mentioned, something very, very important, you know, um, nothing is hidden in the darkness anymore. It is coming to light. So we thank God for the social networks and the, the power of the internet, mm, that the, everything the is ac- is accessible. And uh, what the enemy meant for hard, harm, sorry, God is turning for good. So wherever you are this morning, across this earth, may God be with you, whatever your time zone is, whatever is your stretch, whatever your thoughts are, you know, let's pray for the persecuted church, wherever they are across the world, and there are so many. Um, God bless you. We will see you next time. Have a wonderful week, and may God continue to carry you in Jesus' name. Amen. Sandra, thank you so much. God bless you. Okay. Find us on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Alexa, Mixcloud, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.